0: Hello and welcome to the Money Mentor Podcast, the podcast for your financial education. I'm your host, Ken Mason. In Series 1, Episode 8, we outlined investing in general. Series 2, Episode 2, we discussed our investment principles. And Series 2, Episode 8, we shared how to invest. Building on the back of these episodes, we now turn our attention to what to invest in. How you build your portfolio will be determined by your investment goal, savings rate, time horizon, and required rate of return. Those looking to build wealth with a long time horizon, 30 to 60 years, will be seeking to maximise return during the accumulation stage. The accumulation or saving stage is from working age to financial independence. Those who are already wealthy with a shorter time horizon, 10 to 30 years, are more likely to want to preserve the wealth already created, while balancing the need to maintain the purchasing power of their money into the future. When you have something to lose, you prefer to avoid loss twice as much as an equivalent gain. The endowment effect states individuals value an owned object higher, often irrationally, than its market value. It is only natural to want to minimize the potential for significant loss when relying on an investment for income. The decumulation or spending stage is from financial independence to when you pass away. You will need to achieve a minimum investment return beyond inflation, charges and tax if applicable to preserve the purchasing power of your investment fund. Before diving into what to invest in, I want to reiterate some investing fundamentals. Inflation. The real risk to your wealth building efforts is inflation. The gradual erosion in the value of your money is the primary reason to invest. Will you run out of money before you run out of life? The following average inflation rates illustrate how many years it would take inflation to have the value of your money. If the average inflation rate was 1%, it would take 70 years to have the value of your money. 2%, it would take 34 years. it would take 17 years, 8% it would take 8 years, 16% it would take 4 years, and 32% it would take 2 years to have the value of your money. The past decade of inflation has been unusually low, historically speaking. Inflation was in the late teens and early 20s during the late 1970s and early 1980s in Ireland. A basket of goods and services that cost €100 in December 1930 now costs €5,938 in July 2021. This 90-year period is a lifetime of inflation. Investment market history. There have been decades where returns from public businesses have failed to perform. From 1900 to 1920, performance started and finished largely unchanged. The 1920s saw a boom, often referred to as the Roaring Twenties, which ended with the Great Depression in 1929. The 1930s was spent recovering from the Great Depression. The 1940s and 50s experienced another boom. The 1960s and 70s saw the market plateauing. In the 1980s and 90s, there was a surge in performance that ended with the dot-com bubble in 2000. The 2000s are often referred to as the last decade, as it begins with the dot-com bubble bursting and ends with the great financial crisis of 2008. From 2010 to 2020, businesses recover. And go on to reach new all time highs with a temporary short sharp decline in 2020 as the COVID 19 pandemic gripped the world. The JP Morgan Guide to the Markets is a great historical resource for those with some pre existing investment knowledge. Loss ladder. The first rule of investing is to avoid permanent loss. The second rule of investing is to not forget the first rule. Permanent investment loss is one from which you can't recover. A permanent loss is achieved when an investment goes to zero or you panic and sell during a temporary market decline. Risk of permanent loss is high when gambling, middle of the road when speculating, and low when investing is done right, so long as the investor behaves in accordance with their financial plan. The following investment loss ladder details the return required to recoup your investment loss. If you lose 10%, you require an 11% gain to recoup your investment loss. Lose 20%, you require a 25% gain. Lose 40%, you require a 67% gain. Lose 60%, you require a 150% gain. And if you lose 80%, you require a 400% gain to recoup your investment loss. If you lose 100%, it's game over. The Nasdaq Index, which is an exchange heavily weighted towards information technology companies, declined by nearly 80% during the dot-com bubble crash of the early 2000s. Being heavily concentrated in one sector can leave an investor exposed to significant investment loss and a mountain to climb to get back to where they started. Diversification Diversification can be a topic of heated debate between the active and passive community when discussing investment strategy. For those that really know what they are doing within the actively managed investment community, and there are very few, 10% to 20%, concentration is preferred over diversification. Diversification is seen to dilute the ability to outperform and beat the market. Those that diversify will ask, do you need to pay for and accept the added risk in the pursuit of outperformance when 80% to 90% of active managers fail to beat the market long term? The SPIVA, SMP Indices vs Active, is a semi-annual scorecard report that measures active managers' performance against their benchmarks over different time horizons. It makes for very interesting reading. For those that don't know what they are doing, most of us, diversification should be a key ingredient in your investment strategy. The simple benefits of diversification are highlighted in the sequence of returns from two different stocks, stock A and B's performance over two years. First, we assess their performance individually and then together. Stock A receives a €100,000 investment and has a positive investment return of 100% in year one turning the €100,000 into €200,000. Stock A then receives a negative 50% return in year 2, turning the €200,000 into €100,000, your original investment amount. Stock B receives a €100,000 investment and has a negative investment return of 50% in year 1, turning the €100,000 into €50,000. Stock B then receives a positive 100% return in year 2, turning the €50,000 into €100,000, your original investment amount. With both stock A and B, you are back at your original investment amount after two years. When you split the €100,000 investment 50-50 into stock A and B, €50,000 each, diversifying leads to a better outcome. Stock A rises by 100% to €100,000 and stock B falls by 50% to €25,000 in year one. This results in an investment return of 25% or €25,000 for a total fund of €125,000. With our new investment balance of €125,000 we rebalance by allocating 62500 in stock A and B. Stock A falls by 50% to 31,250 and stock B rises by 100% to 125,000 euro in year 2 for a total fund of 156,250 euro, another 25% positive investment return. Now imagine the benefit of diversification on investment performance across hundreds and thousands of the best companies in the world. Companies we ourselves, businesses and governments use the products and services of, on a daily basis. The benefits of diversification are often touted as the only free lunch when investing. Diversification within an asset class, such as businesses, is beneficial for investment return purposes. However, given businesses have similar characteristics to each other and the global interconnectedness of commerce, their collective value as an asset class is strongly correlated to one another. Investment Portfolio Construction I will assume the first port of call for those building wealth and seeking financial independence is a pension, given you keep more of the money you make and its tax-deferred benefits. Therefore, your investing universe is limited to the following asset classes. Cash or deposits Government and company debt Property Public businesses Alternatives If all portfolios started with 100% public businesses, you then reduce that percentage based on investment factors such as investment goal, savings rate, time horizon, required rate of return, risk tolerance. When you have combined these investment factors and blended them together in a realistic manner, you will have a clearer picture of how you will need to construct your investment portfolio. The triple threat of real investing is that the asset class appreciates, provides an income, and a rising income long-term. Historically, public businesses have provided the best long-term investment returns. They appreciate, provide an income in the form of a dividend, and a rising dividend long-term. If selecting public businesses as part of your investment portfolio, there are a number of options to diversify within this asset class that can impact your risk and return. These are countries, size, industries, factors. Government and business debt appreciate, provide an income in the form of yields, interest, and a rising income long-term. It is an emotional asset class to dilute the ups and downs of owning public businesses. The percentage you allocate to bonds should be proportionate to the risk you are comfortable with. As mentioned in a previous podcast, Jack Bogle surmised a very general rule of thumb to keep the same percentage of debt as your age with the rest in public businesses. If selecting government and business debt as part of your investment portfolio, there are a number of diversification options that can impact your risk and return. Countries and businesses, duration, quality, inflation protection. Once you have decided on your desired investment portfolio split, you pivot to which funds will best assist you achieving your investment goal. When selecting funds to match your desired portfolio asset allocation, there should be a variety of active and passive fund options available. Depending on your own philosophy, you can choose one or the other, or a hybrid of both. Just be conscious of fund costs and the rationale for paying more for one fund over another, i.e. outperformance of the market long term. If it isn't obvious already, the need for advice is instrumental in optimizing your portfolio for your desired investment goal. You can get lucky with a default option. Do you want to gamble your financial future on a one-size-fits-all approach? There are also the DIYers. If you want to save time, money, worry and stress, seek and pay for a good financial planning mentor and advisor. For personal financial planning advice, email us at teamadvantagefp.ie or call 2670. If you have any questions on this week's episode, ideas, suggestions or feedback, please email us at teammoney mentorie We can also be found online at money-mentor.ie and through the website you can find our Twitter, Instagram and LinkedIn accounts. If you are liking what you are hearing, please subscribe and I would be grateful if you could leave a review. Please share with family, friends and colleagues if you think they would benefit. Until the next podcast, thank you for listening, take care and chat soon.